Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. As the days grow shorter and the lights of the winter holidays help fill the darkness, we can't help but reflect on the months that have passed since the last time we lit candles and tree lights. This is the Wealth is in the Details podcast. And Peter Raskin, it's the perfect time to hear from some of the people who work with you. It is, and I'm real excited. I, I, part of the reason why I love doing these podcasts is it's it's an opportunity for for me to 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 share with with our listeners about who I am and what I am and what's in, what interests me and what what values I have. You know, I, and today I, I thought it would be great to to do that with the people that we work with, and I work with great people. And so I'm I'm proud of them. Um, I'm happy I get to spend a lot of time with them. I think they do great work for our our, our clients, and I thought this would be a great opportunity for them to uh, for me to ask questions and for them to uh, just tell us about themselves and and hopefully our listeners will get to know them a little bit more. Well, and let's go on with some of these questions here. Yeah. So, so Alex, uh, uh, this is Alexander Lacrosse. I'm, I'm going to interview Alex. And Alex, what is your role here at the Raskin Planning Group? I am the Client Investment Services Specialist. And kind of what what is your what is your are your day to day duties? What are you typically what are you typically doing for for people? Uh, I do a lot of the money movement stuff when clients call for distributions or contributions. I also do a lot of the account opening, and I'd say I do a lot of general service as well. When people have questions or if something is broken or whatever the case may be, it's I find it usually shows up on my desk to take yeah. care of. And and since we're primarily a service organization, that's our that's our role. We try to help people. Exactly. Um, you're yeah. doing you're you are very very busy so, <laughs> yes i am especially yeah. around this time of year exactly so so let's just talk a little bit about about yourself did you have a particular challenge that you're willing to share with our listeners in 2023 i did uh, so i completed my red belt test which was a quite a in Taekwondo, which was quite a challenge for me. I'm now working on my black belt, one belt left to go. But I was surprised when the my master at the dojang told me he wanted me to test for that, and because I definitely wasn't ready at the time, um, or at least I didn't feel like I was ready. And so there was a, a blitz of training I then had to do over the course of only a couple of weeks to be ready for that test. But I guess he was right because I did it. And you passed. I passed. I passed. Yeah. You so. know, that's a, that's something that I don't think a lot of our, the people that you work with, our clients know that that's a passion of yours. And tell me a little bit about why you love it and and kind of your your typical week 
that you know how does how does sure. how how does taekwondo revolve around your your life well i first of all it's it's movement to keep myself moving that's it's exercise i go to the gym also but i just go to the gym and i pick up heavy things and then i put them back down and after doing that for years i thought well this is I mean, I feel good, but I don't feel like I'm actually doing anything. So during the pandemic, I decided I would try and find a, a martial arts studio to put some of that newfound strength to use. And so I started Taekwondo regularly. I currently only go twice a week because I have a number of other projects I'm working on, all kinds of things buying for my free time. But going there twice a week and seeing the same people you know it's how you make friends in your adult life everyone says it's hard and it is to make friends in your adult life but there's if you go to one place repeatedly and see the same people over and over again sooner or later it just kind of happens naturally so there's the social aspect to it there's the physical aspect to it and there's also like a discipline aspect to it that I enjoy as well. And it's not something everyone does. So I feel accomplished after I can get that new belt. Or even if I just go to a just a a practice and just go to drill after work. You know, it's uh doesn't require a lot of brain power. It's you know exercise. So it helps clear my mind. Absolutely. I, I think it's such a healthy a healthy avocation for, yeah. for anyone. It, you know, we we both listened to the the um, a WebEx last week about uh, brain health. Yeah, and uh, I think one one of the important things that that people should do and can do are, are is not just physical exercise, but things that are where you're learning new things. And yeah, that's certainly what you're doing on on a regular basis. Definitely. And I think doing it with people as well, you know, you reminded me of one of my favorite TV shows, which is based out of Boston called Cheers. And I don't know if you remember that show, Alex, but there, when, when, when people walked into the, into the bar, um, everyone, everyone knows their name, you know, there were Uh, those regulars. Sure. and, um, And I'm sure that's, that was it's probably a much healthier place to visit your uh, <laughs> your studio than the bar, but uh, it's a place where everyone knows your name. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes Excellent. I'm surprised when various um, one of the other instructors that I haven't really interacted with, or or some of the the black belts who, because once you become a black belt, usually you then assist in leading these various classes, and so I'm I'm kind of surprised when one of them whom I've never interacted with knows my name and and I feel bad because I don't know theirs, but (laughs) yeah. Well, that's great. Good for you. Well, you've already told us about something that you've, you've, you've succeeded in, in 2023, but is, are there any other particularly proud moments for you in 2023, uh, you know, experience or, or something you learned or succeeded in? Well, I have been, continuing to work on my Mandarin still. And I've recently found a section to help practice the characters, which I find somewhat rewarding. I, I'd like to, I like to learn languages, as you know, Peter. And 
I, uh, Mandarin's difficult, but the characters being hieroglyphic in nature, they're complicated, they're intricate, and there's something satisfying about, like, uh, especially when you are writing these characters, there's a certain order in which the strokes go, and I have found that the order of the strokes is always probably the best possible, like the most naturally flowing order of the strokes. And when you memorize a character and you get it down and then you can write it, there's something very pleasing, uh, satisfying about being able to do that. I That might be a little bit of a nerdy answer for the question you asked, but... I, uh, I I do enjoy learning the the characters specifically. That's fantastic. I, I you know it's just interesting because the two things that you've mentioned, the the taekwondo and 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 the and the hieroglyphics is just show tell me you know that you really can be super focused, and I think that's that's a great way to to learn and grow. I try to be. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Well, what are you most looking forward to in 2024? I hope you appreciate the humor in my answer of December 31st, 2024. Uh, um, My personal expectations for 2024 are a little pessimistic. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I generally feel optimistic about the results, but I think 2024 might be a little bit of a rough year. And it will probably be best when it's over. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We've all been through a lot and it seems like we're, yeah. we've got a lot more to go through, but thanks for your, for your honesty and your passion about it. Cause I, I, it is a concern for, for so many. Yeah. Well, here's another question. If you inherited a charitable trust with a large balance, let's say a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and you were required to give 100% of the balance to no more than three charities within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. What charities would you donate the funds to? So I got a couple options. I First of all, my great-grandparents are uh, or were Polish-Ukrainian, so I'm, I'm unsure if this would qualify for a charitable trust distribution, but I personally donate to a couple of Ukrainian organizations, uh, United 24 and the Georgian Legion to support Ukraine's defense. Option two, probably just any libraries I can find. Uh, no, No specific library in mind, maybe spread it out over a couple of them. Uh, I don't think any society has ever been worse off for having better funded libraries. And then option three, I would find something probably related to art, not like a gallery, something closer to help like a community commission or a mural or a statue or something like that. I personally consider myself an artist before anything else, and I would like to support that if I can. Oh, those are those are wonderful answers I'm, and so thoughtful. So thank you for sharing. Of course. That's great. You. And then the final question is, what will you do for yourself this holiday season? I, It's such a confusing question to me. I, I don't know what, I don't think I, I'm not the kind of person who really treats themselves any differently during the holidays versus the rest of the year. Uh, so I will probably maybe sit on the couch and order food or probably not anything any 
different from the rest of the year is my honest answer. But you, you, you plan on being with your family at certain points. I will. Yeah. I am going to New Jersey to see my partner's family. And then for Christmas, uh, my partner and I will be with my family just for a couple of days though. We're both very busy. So that's great. Good. Well, Alex, thanks for sharing. Really appreciate your 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 passions and your thoughtfulness. And I'm glad you you shared with us. So thank you. Of course. Always fun to be here. And the second person I'd like to chat with today is someone who's fairly new to the Raskin Planning Group, and that's Tony Arujo. Uh Tony, welcome to our podcast. Uh, thank you, Peter. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So this will be a fun conversation, and I'm going to ask you uh, some questions. And my first question is, what is your role at the Raskin Planning Group? Okay. My role at the Raskin Planning Group is that of client service specialist, whereas I manage the day-to-day communications and requests between the, the Raskin Planning and its vast list of clients. I am like the main point of contact for any queries or requests, and I have been here for approximately eight months. I enjoy working here as a part of this exceptional and professional team that we have here at Raskin Planning Group. Oh, thanks, Tony. Well, we're we're ecstatic that you're with us because you've just added just so much to our team. And uh, thank you. We enjoy having you, and I know clients have uh, have enjoyed working with you as well. So let, let's get into some um, more personal questions, if you don't mind. Did you have a particular challenge that you're willing to share with our listeners in, in 2023? Yes, as far as any particular challenge that I experienced in 2023, it was a loss of my beautiful mom, uh, whom died at the age of 86 after suffering from COVID complications for almost three years. You know, her death was very particularly challenging for me as I had a special close relationship with her being the youngest of 11 kids that she gave born to. Yeah. Mm. And I, I just know the way you, you've you talked about her in the past. I, I know it's a, a a deep and difficult loss for you. So, you know, my condolences for to you and to your family. Thank you. Did you, did, did you, in contrast to that, did you have any, did you, did you have an experience or or a joy or success in 2023 that you're willing to share? From a personal standpoint, I would say, you know, yes, I did. I recently got married to a beautiful wife. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, As you should be. Thank you. From a personal, from a professional standpoint, the joy that I experienced in 2023 is I started, I started working here at Raskin Planning Group, where I work with a, an amazing group of professional staff. I enjoy working here, and I'm learning a lot of new stuff about the financial planning, retirement, and, and the insurance industry. So that's that's great. Yeah, well, we're so excited to have you here, and and frankly. Um, it's like drinking from a water hose when it, it, you know you came from a similar uh, financial. You came from the financial industry, but um, in a very different role, and so you've just been learning, learning, learning the the entire time, and done a great job. And, Thank you. Uh, you got. We all have. We all have a lot more to learn, and you're 
very confident that you're going to continue along the same path. Is there anything that you're particularly proud of that you, you experienced or learned about or succeeded in doing in 2023? From, from that standpoint, I, I think, you know, is the fact that I'm working with you guys. I really, really enjoy working here because we have an amazing group of people. Our team is so small. I've never been in an environment where I worked with only a handful of folks, but I it's been great. It's been great. And I'm learning a lot. And I'm also, uh, at the same time, you know, assisting you in helping your clients with their financial and retirement planning needs and goals. And for me, that's, that's, that's a great accomplishment. Oh, good. And well, again, we're, we're ecstatic that you're here, you know, when you're on a small team, and there's just, uh, there's just five of us in total, you know, it's really important to have a, a good working relationship with people. And so I'm, I've been ecstatic that you've been here because you've really just added to the, to the group and uh, it's been super. Awesome. Um, Thank you. What are you most looking forward to in 2024? In 2024, you know, I'm, I'm looking more towards learning more about this industry and build on that and continue a successful career in this particular industry from a personal standpoint. I'm looking forward to celebrating my 50th birthday this coming May. I plan on inviting a handful of friends and family members to a three-day celebration in the Dominican Republic. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, wow. That sounds fantastic. Great. Yes, it is. Have you, have, have you, and you, have you spent much time in, in the Dominican Republic? I've been before, but my wife has never been. So uh-huh. she's excited oh. and she's looking forward to it. That sounds like a ball. Good for you. Thank you. Good. It's not, it's not every day that you you turn fifty. So, no, it's not. <laughs> exactly. Here's a uh, kind of an off of uh, a different kind of question. If you inherited a charitable trust with a hundred thousand dollar balance, and you were required to give away a hundred percent of that balance to no more than three charities within twelve months. What charities would you donate the funds to? I would donate the money to the following charities that are dear and, and near to my heart. Alzheimer's Foundation, as my father died from, from it in 2010. The second one would be American Cancer Society, as, as I have some friends and family that have succumbed to this disease. Uh, the last one would be Junior Achievement that I used to be involved with in the past as a mentor to young and aspiring college students. Those are the charities that I would definitely donate the money to. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's the reason I asked this question is because I I think it's just so it, it it the answers tell us a lot about you, and I, and I just love to hear what people value and what's most important to them. Yeah. Here's my final question. What what will you do for yourself this holiday season? This holiday season, I plan on enjoying my wife's company since we are newlywed and we may travel and explore some, some places together. We both love traveling and exploring new places and culture and, and try new food. So maybe we might end up going to New York City and, and a couple of other different destinations. That's about it. That sounds pretty good. That's uh, that should be on everyone's list, I think. 
new new places, new things to see and 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 fun things to experience. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Tony, th- thanks a lot for um for number one being being part of the Raskin Planning Group and and be willing to to have our listeners get to know you and it's wonderful and happy holidays. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays to you and your family. Well, Catherine Broy, I'm glad to have you uh, on the podcast and and it's wonderful to chat with you. And I'd like to ask you a whole bunch of questions. The first question is, is what is your role at the Raskin Planning Group? Hi, Peter. I'm very glad to be here. I am the financial planning associate. I, I uh, do the financial plans for our clients. And and I think you also I, I think of you also as kind of our our practice manager. You do you do a lot more than than just responsibly manufacture our plans. You're you're in a lot of ways you do a lot of managing our team. Yes, that I I did have um, chaos coordinator written down, but I scratched it out. So. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Well, let's let's ask you some some uh, some holiday questions. D- did you have a particular challenge you're willing to share with our listeners in in 2023? Well, my my dad has been sick. He's been in the he first went into the hospital on October 28th, and he has been transferred to a nursing home as of a week ago now. But he's he's really struggling. And uh, that has been an ongoing challenge for my whole family. I'm just trying to support him and uh, my stepmother as much as possible from afar and also in person when when I can. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, Catherine. I know it's been such a hard time for you and your family and um, and distance makes it hard. It really is a challenge when when your loved ones are far away and they're struggling. You just want to be with them. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, our our prayers are are with him and, and your family at this time. Thank you. Um, on the 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 other side of that, did did you experience a joy or or a success in in twenty twenty three that you're willing to share? I had a joy. In that I finally was able to see one of my favorite performers, Jason Isbell, perform at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville in mid-October. I, I went by myself just, you know, overnight and the concert was amazing. And it happened to be the, the 50th concert they'd performed at that venue. And it just was really special, and I enjoyed it so much. I'm so glad I got to do that. Yeah, what a great experience, especially for you know hearing music and and participating with lots and lots of other fans. I'm sure it just must mm-hmm. have been a great experience for you. It it really was. Yeah. I, I think of it fondly. <laughs> good, good for you for for chasing that dream. That's wonderful. Thank you. Is, is there anything you're particularly proud of that you experienced or learned about or succeeded in doing in, in 2023? Actually, yes. I have been working toward the accredited estate planner designation. And 
I finished the coursework for that designation this year, and I'm in the process of applying for for this certification now. Yeah, that that was a big deal. You you worked really hard for that. It was a lot more work than I realized it would be, but I'm very yeah. glad I did it. Yeah, I think I think you know, especially when you're like like any you're in a, in a profession where you're you you you've got to be. Uh, knowledgeable about so many things, and mm-hmm. and you do have a, a some deep experience in estate planning. But I think when you study it as a from an academic perspective, you have a different you def- have a different appreciation for it. I think. Mm-hmm. And i i learned I learned a lot more nuance uh, about trusts from doing the coursework. Yeah, good, good, good for you. Well, I'm glad you 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 did it. You know, I think we're we're so very supportive of continuing our education, and we, you know, I want to make sure all of you are reaching your your dreams and and uh, gaining knowledge because I think that's what separates us from 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 others. You know, just keep on. You know, we it's it's best to keep on growing and learning, and that's what makes it fun. Oh yes, I I agree. You yeah. have to keep moving, you have to keep keep growing and learning. Absolutely. So let's what are you what are you most looking forward to in 2024? Well, my wife and I got married last year and um it was a rather spontaneous wedding. Um we were both very happy, but it it came up unexpectedly. So this year, or so in 2024, on our second wedding anniversary, we're having a wedding reception for our friends and family. And we are really excited about that. And then we're taking our honeymoon in the fall. We're going on a river cruise from Amsterdam to Basel, Switzerland. Oh my goodness. That's going to be a dream come true. Yeah. I'm very, very excited about that. Good for you. Well, two things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. My goodness. You know, I, I I I was so happy for you, for you and and Ophelia when you did decide to get married. I think that was so special and and wonderful. And and uh, you know, and then sharing it with your your friends and your family will be such a joyous occasion. I, I'm I'm so happy for you. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, here's um, I, I I like this question because I think it it will will help tell tell our listeners about you, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's really about just you know your charitable your your charitable passions. And so, my question is, if you inherited a charitable trust with a large balance, let's say a hundred thousand dollars, and you were required to give a hundred percent of that balance to no more than three charities within 12 months. Just let's assume that's the rule. What charities would you donate the funds to and why? Well, this was, I really, really like this question. And I changed my answer a couple of times, but I would I would split the, the $100,000 equally among Planned Parenthood and my college, which is Earlham College in Richmond, Indiana. And um, the ASPCA, and those really represent my three charitable categories. Um, you know, women's health, and my college, and animal welfare. Mm-hmm. 
that's wonderful. I think that says that says a lot about you. It says you know, tells us tells us what your passions are. So thanks for mm-hmm. sharing that. Oh, of course. And, and, and my final question is, um, what are you going to do for yourself this holiday season? What, what, what? How will you treat yourself? Well, it's a little complicated, but if I could, what I would give myself this year would be the gift of not having to travel. <laughs> However, I can't do that this year. This year, yeah. um, I have to go to Indiana again. And um, but since since my time and and location and things like that are not completely within my control, what I did is I gave myself permission to miss Christmas, um, sending cards and gifts to people. I love giving people gifts at Christmas. I start my Christmas shopping in September. I just love it. And this year, well, my family celebrates Ukrainian Christmas every year, but this year I'm giving myself the gift of, I don't, my Christmas deadline is now January 7th instead of uh, December 25th. Good for you for, for just taking care of yourself. I think that's really a healthy thing to do. It eases all the pressure. Oh, definitely. Once It sounds silly, but once I made the decision, I just felt like a weight had been lifted. Yeah. So. And you still give. It's, oh. It's not, yeah, it's just you you lose that that date that the pressure date. Yes, and and my family celebrates Ukrainian Christmas a little bit differently. And we also celebrate Ukrainian birthdays. It's when what you order for a gift doesn't arrive in time for the actual holiday or birthday. When you give it to the person later, it's a Ukrainian birthday gift or a Ukrainian yeah. Christmas present. Yeah, and, and the, the most important thing about the holidays is being together. Absolutely. Isn't that the case? Yeah. 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 Being with loved ones. Yes, I agree. Well, Catherine, th- thanks for sharing your, these uh, personal stories and, and telling us a little, little bit about who you are. And I know we're, 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 we're thankful and grateful that you're, you're a giant part of our team. And it just, it's, it's great, great having you be part of, part of our lives. So thank you for that. I am so glad that I get to work with with you and the rest of the team. I I get a lot of fulfillment from my job. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad for that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, well, thanks, Catherine. Appreciate your time. Oh, of course. Thank you. And now, Peter, it's your turn. Tell us your role at Raskin Planning Group. Sure. So I've been providing financial planning services since 1984, which is just, I can't believe it's been <laughs> almost 40 years. Pretty hard to believe. But in any event, I'm the, I'm the, the lead uh, relationship manager, financial planner, financial advisor, and I own the business. And so that's really my role. I manage our staff. I work with all of our clients. It's been a wonderful career and I'm, uh, one of the, the the things that that makes me most happy about it is working with great great people, not only our clients but also our staff, and and it's it's fun. That's why I enjoy coming to work every day. Yeah, and we've met some of them. They're very interesting. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Now, Peter, do you have a a particular challenge that you're willing to share with listeners? The challenge that you had in 2023. 
Yeah. As a matter of fact, I I, I shared this challenge uh, with our listeners earlier in the year. Um, I, I I lost my dad. He was he passed away in March. Uh, he was ninety two years old. Had a had lived a, a wonderful life and was a, a wonderful parent. A great a great husband. Great member of 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 his community. Had lots and lots of friends, and uh, we miss him terribly. And this is. This is uh, going to be a tougher season because yeah. he he would always spend time with us, and uh, and and we'll miss him. But you know, life life goes on. He he was ready to go, and it, it's uh, we. I, I'm very very blessed that I had him in my life for 92 years. Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, let's let's go to something a little more um, happy. Did you yes. experience a joy or a success in this past year that you want to share? Well, it seems like it's kind of it, it, it's also about my dad, but it was more about family. It was all about how we we basically came together wonderfully, my sister and her family, my family, and we were really celebrating my dad's life. And and, and we did that for, you know, he'd been sick for about six months. And while it was sad and hard to to watch him suffer, and there was joy in in that we were together and that we were able to share those last days with him, and I wouldn't give that up for anything. And you know, I just it, it it's all about love. And um, uh, he and my mom had had really given us tremendous amounts of love, my my sister and myself, and 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 that has kept us going. And we, I, 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 I feel great joy in that, even though, um, you know, it's around a loss. Mm -hmm. I, that, those memories are really strong with me. I feel very, very blessed that I was able, I, I was able to have that experience. Well, I hope you and your sister can maintain that, that sense of uh, togetherness. Uh, I, I, I expect we will. That's great. In the year 2023, anything you're, particularly proud of that you learned or experienced or succeeded in? Well, we've got uh, three grown kids and um, they're young adults and they're living their own lives and they're, they're busy. They're all over the place. We've got right, right now one in um, Germany, one in, in Minneapolis and, and one in, um, in LA. And, and my joy is that we were actually able to, to herd the cats <laughs> and uh, ha ha have a wonderful uh, vacation in Switzerland together. A awesome. And, yeah. So my joy is, you know, that I was I was really proud that we were able to all be together and that they were willing to commit the time because they're busy. And may maybe it's a little easier when dad dad pays for it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really wonderful to be together in a in a different part of the world and, yeah. and, and just, um, have fun. And, and that, that I, I'm proud of and I'm happy we got to experience it. Yeah. And what are you most looking forward to in 2024? Another trip maybe with the kids? We don't have any planned trips with all of the kids at one time, but we, we have lots of travel plans. We've got a couple of, uh, of, of ski trips planned in, in, in February and March and, We've got our son in uh, th that's living in Germany is is will be working in LA for uh, about five six weeks in in April and May and 
we're um, my wife is renting an Airbnb and we'll be there for with hopefully all the kids for a period of that time. I may not be able to be there for the full five or six weeks, but probably a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm I'm excited about that. That's probably um, the mo- the thing I'm most looking forward to in 2024 is more time, more time with with kids and, of, and my if, family. The common thread I'm hearing in all of this is family. Family seems very yeah. important to you. It is. It is. I'm. I've been very lucky. So it, it is. Um, it's the most thing. Most important thing. All right. Well, now, Peter, if you inherited a charitable trust with a $100,000 balance and you were required to give 100% of that balance to no more than three charities within 12 months, what charities would you choose? Well, I'm very active in a, a couple of organizations, and one is, is our religious community. And so I would give a, a, a portion of it to our religious community. It's a charitable organization, and it's important to me and, and to my wife. And so we would uh, make a large gift there. We give annually anyway, but that's that's I, we, we're we're we to help grow our endowment. I would I would make a gift there. Okay. Um, and then I'm also involved in uh, an organization, a service organization called Volunteers of America, Massachusetts. Uh, Volunteers of America is a, a national organization that really tries to serve and support really the, uh, the those that are most challenged in our our, our societies uh, in our society. Those that have uh, drug dependencies, uh, veterans that have issues, mental health issues, uh, those that are are preparing to 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 get out of prison. So it's a it's a real organ. It's a service organization that that really provides for um, people that are really in need and and helping people with issues that are just so difficult to deal with. And I'm real real proud of this organization. We do um, I think wonderful work. I'm on the board, and, and that's where I would make a, a large donation. And the third organization, which we've also given to over the years, and I would make a large, large gift is uh, National Public Radio. And, and for me, um, number one, it, it's 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 my entertainment, my my vehicle to learn and to experience um, different thoughts and 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 different worldviews. And so I get a lot out of it. But I also think, from an investment in uh, perspective. Uh, helping our communities grow and learn and become and, and be open-minded about uh, so many different issues and to be entertained in a smart way. Mm-hmm. Cause I think national public radio can do that as well. Um, so those are the three charities that I would give to. Fantastic, Peter. I appreciate that. And um, well, what will you be doing for yourself this holiday season? Yeah. So we'll, ha- we'll, um, we'll have, family in for for the christmas holiday at least two of the two of the three kids our our son in germany is um won't be able to make it back he's very busy at that time of year um so we'll have family around what i i really want to do this holiday season is spend a little bit more me time on uh doing some just could just reading more pleasure reading mm. <laughs> we we've we've got we're 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 scheduled to to go to some um theater and some music um this holidays holiday season which we enjoy, which we enjoy doing but i just want to sit back and and get through some novels that i'm uh i just <laughs> want to get through yes yes 
<laughs> so so that that's that's me time. So that's, that's wonderful. That's, that's what I hope to do. That's a great way to spend time. A good book. Oh, a good book. Yeah. Now, how can listeners reach you, Peter, if they've got things they want to share with you or they've got planning questions? Yeah, well, we, we, we'll ask the same questions to our, our, anyone who calls. So I hope we have to <laughs> continue these conversations. Uh, but probably the best way to reach, reach me is through, through our website, raskinplanning.com. Uh, they, they can email us. They can uh, call us and happy to chat and, and share uh, what's new in their world and what's different and what their goals and aspirations are. That's what it's all about. Great. All right, listener, if you haven't already, follow Peter and the Wealth is in the Details podcast for the latest episode and insights. And of course, share with those you care about. I'm Patrice Sikora, and I thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corp. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corp., a broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is a marketing name for registered representatives of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.